Attention all patriots, it's time for the Signal 50 Podcast, where we talk about the R-Truth about today's current events. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Signal 50 Podcast with your hosts, Alpha and Bravo. Welcome to Season 2, Episode 81. Bravo, good afternoon to you, sir. How are you? Hello, my friend. How are you? It's good to hear you again. I know we've yeah. been away for a little bit, but yep. we don't want to talk to hear ourselves talk, do we? <laughs> no, we're back. We're back. We've had a, a busy, busy, busy couple of weeks, a lot of a lot of personal stuff going on that we had to attend to. So, you know, this is not a paying job. It's something that we do for our own personal enjoyment and to bring you some content to uh, brighten up your day, I guess. Uh, not always cheerful, but it's news. So and and interpretation of current events. But thanks a lot for tuning into us yet again. Just two lifelong friends passing along our weekly conversations and letting you be a voyeur to those conversations. Uh, this is what we've done our entire lives. So welcome to listening to Two Fools Ramble. I wouldn't call myself a fool. I think it's. I would. I'd call me a fool. That's fine. All right. Well. Anyway, so you know, Alpha. I think it's. I think it's. I want to take a moment to thank everyone out there who listens to us. Um, We are still. uh, We had a little bit of a break there because we were busy, but I got to tell you to have been over. We're over two thousand downloads already. This is since we first started. We had to take a a forced hiatus in the middle. We understand that, but right now. our numbers are going up. Uh, the engagement on Getter is wow. We're going to get into that a little bit. I call it my uh, big uh, hits, uh, the, my hits of the of the week. Uh, things that get passed around on Getter. You can get me on at Bravo Golf five nine or two. But I think it's amazing. We're over two thousand five hundred downloads so far. Alpha, isn't that something? That's really amazing. It's really amazing for a couple of guys who started a podcast on a Wednesday afternoon with a thought. And by Sunday, we're we're using wired headphones into cell phones trying to make a podcast. And it was, it, pretty, it, it was amazing. It was. And the the learning curve has been great. Uh, producing for those people that do it on a regular basis. Kudos to you, to you all who oh, do yeah. that. Uh, we try to bring us the best show as possible. We try to give you all the information as factual as, as if I were writing it for a medical journal. But, yeah. Well, it's 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 been a lot of fun. It's it's been a great learning experience. And you watch stuff on like, look, you know, listen, everybody, we'll talk a little bit of banter here before we get into the meat and bones of the of the program here. When you look at some of the productions that people make, uh, and they do these on their own, there's a lot of people and personalities that have started on YouTube, do podcasts, etc. And the amount of work that goes into putting those together is is absolutely amazing. You would have unless you've tried it, you just wouldn't have any idea. It's really wild and it's a fun ride. It's really interesting. And if you have somebody in your life that you want to do this with, I would encourage you to do it. Hell, if we can do it, you can. Anybody can do it. That's right. So anyhow, without further ado, you know, you can get us on Getter at at Bravo Golf 592 and at Alpha Sierra 288. We do not have a show page on Getter. Uh, Don't know that we will. Uh, we post things individually with links to the program, to the uh, Rumble video, or to the podcast, but that's just the way it goes. So anyhow, everybody, thanks a lot. There's a lot going on. I'm, I'm sure uh, everybody's really been fixated on a lot of things going on, and there's still an 800-pound gorilla in the room in Ukraine, but we've, we've beaten that up to death, and I just don't see any 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 good coming out of that anywhere. I'm not sure. I'm not sure there's anything else we can say about it. 
I, I mean, I it, so. it, it changes every day. The, the information is shoddy at best. And quite frankly, uh, we don't know what to believe anymore. And that's, that is a sad state of affairs to our current uh, mainstream media. But uh, I think someone's got an agenda and they're trying to run it and it's not working. That's my thought. Completely possible. But anyhow, you know, we do a, a quick hit segment uh, that we start the show off uh, with every time. And I'll let Bravo go with uh, with our first quick hit out of uh, Vanderbilt University Hospital. Yeah. So I wanted to um, bring this up because I think it's important uh, just as a as a anyone that uses healthcare, which is all of us. Right. Uh, there was a Tennessee nurse. Uh, this is back in 2017 who gave a medication that was used instead of giving something just to relax someone, make you feel better and kind of forget called Versed. It's a very safe drug. It's given all the time. Uh, they gave something like a muscle paralytic that makes you stop breathing called Vecuronium. Now you can tell the spelling Versed, V-E-R and Vecuronium. I won't spell the whole thing, but B-E-C. Um, this is one of the things that happens in, in hospital settings is errors, right? Alpha. I mean, it, it happens, but um, when you're giving medications and you give the wrong stuff and the wrong dose, uh, it, it causes harm. So this nurse uh, in Tennessee uh, gave gave this medication, admitted her mistake because the patient died on the uh, CAT scan table. Instead of just making them relax and everything, they actually stopped breathing. They suffocated and died. She called out the mistake. She uh, went in front of the disciplinary board in, in Tennessee and they did not take her license. I guess they, you know, they, they didn't do that. The problem then happened was the, the facility. Uh, and by the way, the family sued and they settled and the hospital, you know, then, uh, had some, uh, uh they settled out of court with an NDA and blah, blah, blah. But basically long story short, it wasn't until the federal government CMS came in and discovered that Vanderbilt never reported this hap, you know, this terrible incident uh, to the CMS board. So the federal government comes in and they start asking questions and they start asking, you know, starting to do an investigation. And instead of Vanderbilt saying, "Hey, you know, uh, we forgot to tell you," or you know, "We're trying to cover it under the rug," can you imagine that happening, Alpha? Could you just imagine? that happening just you know we want to cover it up and not say anything long story short they they uh the the hospital then uh threw it to the district attorney uh who i believe is a george soros uh sycophant uh and this medical mistake that normally occurs you know in the civil side of the of the judicial system is now being played out in the in the a federal, uh, excuse me, the criminal side, she was actually convicted and sentenced to jail. Now, does that make you want to go and be a nurse anytime soon? Uh, nope. Nope. I think we already know the answer to that one. Right. So this is a very, 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 very bad precedent. Uh, and I'm not talking about the, the crimes that occur like Gosnell, for instance, who serial killer and, fetus uh, fantasize and all this other stuff i'm not even going there but this is a medical mistake that should have ended with her losing her license and she was ready to do that but instead the 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 entire system went off the rails and i'm just i just want everyone to know that when you're in the when you're in the hospital setting 
don't be afraid to ask, what am I getting? What am I getting it for? Although sometimes you're going to be asleep. You're not sure what you're getting, but um, in this case, um, it's a, it's the precedent is set that you can now be criminally held responsible for a mistake you make. Yeah. What's amazing is the gal, she, she owned up to it immediately and she took responsibility it doesn't change the fact that somebody died, but what it does do is it shows a level of remorse and a level of, of you know, take, taking responsibility for something and not blaming somebody else. I mean, that's a very rare trait. Mm-hmm. And a natural fallout would be she would most probably lose her license at the at the most. Right. Uh, and maybe be civilly sued, but she would be insured. Um, you know, and that's a terrible thing. You don't want to lose anybody like that, but. To criminally prosecute somebody, but to have Vanderbilt make the mistake that they made when this girl owned up to everything and she went through her end of the process right. and to go back and be criminally charged later. I think that's really, that's, that's really, that's tough. That's just Yeah. Tough. And this, this, you know, she was a nurse, but it could have been a PA, you know, it could have been a doctor, could have been uh, uh, a nurse practitioner. Uh, and guess what? It's open game now. It's open season. So it's, it's more important than ever to make sure you get out and vote and make sure you're putting the proper uh, district, excuse me, district attorneys and attorney generals. When you vote, you know, voting, you know, uh, uh, has consequences, everyone. And we don't need these kind of people in there. If they're going to subvert the law and try to help, uh, who knows, maybe the, the hospital system was trying to cover something up or who, I, I can't even go there. But this is a very bad precedent, Alpha. I'm really, I'm very nervous about this. Yeah, it's really terrible. It's yep. Really, really terrible. Uh, it's just really terrible stuff. You know, that's that's one of the one of the hits here. So, moving along to uh, speaking of politics, you know, you've got you've got the the seven months in office lieutenant governor of the state of New York. His name is Brian Benjamin. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was he was arrested. 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 And he was indicted for fraud, bribery. Wire fraud. Uh, yep. uh, <laughs> All the fraud. Problems, et cetera, et cetera. Wow. This is the Democrats going after their own here, Alpha. What's going on here? Hold, hold on one second. It's it's bribery, conspiracy, yeah. honest yeah. services, wire fraud, mm. and falsification of records. Hmm. Nothing like trying to cover something up, huh? All from falsifying campaign donor forms. And in 2021, when he was being vetted for the lieutenant governor's job, mm-hmm. he provided falsely stated that he never directly exercises authority as an official concerning a matter of a donor he directly solicited. Yeah, he could go to jail for between five and 20 years for this. Goodbye. You know, hey, goodbye. That's another uh, high ranking New York state official that uh, that's that's gone. I mean, uh Ah, New York is make sure he takes Holter with him because oh, God, she's, she's terrible. terrible. Oh, she's yeah. just terrible. So horrendous. She's just, yeah, she's, she's the Gretchen Whitmer of New York. Yep. Indeed. <laughs> Speaking of her, but anyhow, uh, on a more somber note, um, there was, uh, an attack on a New York city subway in Brooklyn. Today. Yeah. And it looks like reports are a little bit sketchy. Don't understand all the details. Uh, a number of people were shot. Apparently, there are reports uh, of the FDNY finding explosive devices, and there's some smoke inhalation, and a lot of people were hurt, and and there's a whole lot of 
whole lot of confusion surrounding the situation. And, and I think between 10 and 13 people were, were shot mm. in this attack. Uh, looks like from early reports with a handgun, uh, don't know anything about any fatalities. Um, it's a good thing that about 84% of people that are shot with a handgun, even in the upper torso, uh, do survive if they're brought to within a hospital within a very timely manner, thankfully. Well, New York uh, City has a lot of those trauma centers. so They sure do. They yeah. sure do, thankfully. It's a horrible thing. Uh, we don't like to see that happen, and our thoughts are definitely with the victims and the first responders in New York City trying and, to get that mess sorted out. And we're going to reserve some comments. We have no idea what's going on, but no, no. we'll talk about it later. But right now, we're going to concentrate on getting people uh the the death toll is lit as slow as possible get as many you know we hope and pray that the people get better and recover from this but um this is just ugh, bad timing you know now's now's not the time to sit there and armchair quarterback everything That's that right. happened and go into details we don't understand so right. we're going to let that sit for a while and maybe we'll readdress it when we know more Okay. So let's talk about some economic terrorism that's going on right now. That's oh, yeah. inflation is now what? over eight and a half percent as of this morning. And um, so we just dated the show here today, everyone. But uh, Alpha, uh, I'm feeling it. I didn't need a number to tell me that we're paying eight and a half times more than we usually pay. Uh, but uh, going to the gas station still, let's go. Brandon comes out of my mouth every single time. Oh, it's uh, so grocery bad. stores are depressing. They're talking about food shortages now. And again, we talked about some previous shows. Uh, wouldn't it just be easier to to make policy that makes sense so that we can get ourselves out of this and become an economic engine again? Mm. What a difference just over a year makes. That's right. Even during the height of a, a worldwide pandemic, we were we were doing pretty okay, right? Uh, yep. And we were on their way back. And now. We get uh, just just over a year of the Biden administration, and, and we're in bad shape. And and you know, it just I I don't like to root against the captain of the plane that you're riding on, but it's we hard to do. Cheer. We got we got it. We've got to do better. We we have got to we have got to do better. And there's nothing that this administration is doing to make this better. You know, I think we're, when when you're the pilot of the plane and you go past the the uh, bingo fuel. Uh, near in their exhaustion of the fuel supply you have, and you're still flying around trying to find the airport. That's what I feel like we're doing right now. Just saying, Ugh, yeah, it's pretty bad. <laughs> anyway. Anyhow, you know, just want to give everybody an update. Uh, Bravo and I worked on a, a big long report. We put it up for a, a, a bit of time, uh, discussing the death rate from the COVID nineteen vaccines and the overall death rate numbers. We found some new data that's that's going to clarify the rates and numbers for us. We found a larger N number. Uh, in the overall cohort of people that yeah. were inoculated with a Pfizer vaccine. With that lot that we're talking about. That's right. Uh, BNT162B2, uh, that's in our report. And we're going to go ahead. We have pulled that report back. And what we're going to do is we're going to modify that. And we're going we're gonna to come back with that here in a couple of weeks. We need to rework it. Um, that's what happens in the uh, in the um, yep. uh, process of, of doing scientific exp um, discovery. You yeah. find something new, you don't stick with it and double down on it. You say, hey, you know what? We got nope. new information. That's I right. will say, just as an overview, we are still seeing the same major themes, right, Alpha? Yes. I mean, yes. no, too high of death rates, too high of, of uh, adverse effects. 
things that would have uh, said to myself, uh, why aren't we telling everyone about this and why are we giving this out in the first place? Those themes are still there. So we're just going to tune it up a little bit and we'll get it back to you and you can read it yourselves. Right, right, right. You know, okay. And another thing that we're going to say here uh, real quick is, you know, uh, Philadelphia and another a number of other different places, you know, they're, they're starting in some of the universities in the Washington, D.C. area. They're starting to pop up their mask mandates again because people are testing positive for COVID-19. Okay. Uh, they're, they're, they're just testing positive for COVID-19. There's nobody that's being hospitalized. There's nobody that's really terribly sick. Uh, and, and they're just, they're, they're continuing to do the same things that didn't work before. And it's just about, you know, at this point to do something that, that does no good and does more harm than good is just control. It's, there's no scientific reasoning behind putting a mask on anybody as far oh, as wait, wait. alpha there's an election coming up oh that's right there is there's a reason oh, right there there must be a new variant of covid that's going to come along with it too right so that's we're right gonna, yep mm-hmm. now the only mail-in good news voting. Is, mail-in voting mail-in yeah, voting. not well the good news is the mail-in voting a lot of a lot of the swing states and a lot of areas have, have kiboshed it now the blue states have not they're still doubling down on stupid so uh it's it's incumbent upon all of us to get out there and make sure we monitor this vote and we do not allow them to remove us from the process again uh we'll get into some other stuff later we have to use uh, the model that they use in virginia and deploy you know uh rnc lawyers everywhere that's right just like they did in virginia they tried to cheat in virginia and it didn't really work out very well and you got a great governor and a lieutenant governor winsome sears who's the lieutenant governor she's so awesome Mm -hmm. and you've got uh uh What's his what's his face there? Oh my god, I can't remember his name now because Winsome Sears kind of outshadows him as the lieutenant governor. Yunkin, Glenn Yunkin. Yep. I'm just kidding. He's he's actually a really good man. He's done some really good stuff already. He's making a lot of common sense moves and he's he seems to be doing a very fine job. Uh so but Winsome Sears, yeah, she's she's definitely awesome. Could have yep. gone either way. She could have been top of the ticket too, you know. She could. Well, you know what? Oh, Give so her a awesome. couple of years, she can do it herself too. I hope you know? so. Yeah, they, so. they both so are doing cool. a great job. Kudos she's to them. so cool. Come she's to so New York, cool. please. <laughs> she is. She is just. She's awesome. She is just very common sense, and she can't be shaken, and she's not intimidated, and she's she's just telling it like it is. She's fantastic. I, I really dig her a lot. She's cool. Thanks. There so, you have it. Yeah, there it is. There's there's our quick hit section. So, you know, we got a couple of things that we want to talk about a little bit about you know culture war stuff. You know, we we talk a little bit about the culture wars. <sighs> culture wars so Damn shame it is so i i wanted to bring this up because this was i want to thank everyone who who passed this on uh the, my, my gutter post it actually this alpha this is the first time i ever had a viral post i had over uh 50 shares <clears throat> 100 likes i mean it was it was kind of neat to see uh my post not being throttled by by the other will remain nameless type of organizations. Um, but I was bringing up the fact that um, I always preface uh, mine, you know, with a, a, a news story that goes along with it. They can read about, but basically this was a story out of Wake Forest, or I like to call Woke Forest Medical School This is in North Carolina. And I said, um, let's make this person famous, uh, this pitiful excuse for a medical student uh, who thought that she would teach a patient a lesson because the 
patient who is getting a blood draw by this medical student. Now, again, remember the idea of what medical school is all about and medical learning. You're, you're learning to be a provider. These are habits you're going to have for the rest of your life, right? You're supposed to practice what you, what you learn. So you're always doing it all the time, the same way. She thought because uh, he made a comment about her pronouns badge, which again, that goes along with a wokatarian nonsense. People are wearing, well, of course you're a she. What this patient said, I know you are. Okay. And he laughed at it. She said to herself, well, I'm going to teach this guy a lesson. Misses the blood draw. And when you take a needle and try to get into the vein, there is misses. There are misses that happen. I get it. Happens. And they're done that. Yep. It's been there, done that. But you don't do it on purpose because you you don't like them making fun of your pronouns. And she was dumb enough, Alpha. Get this. Well, wait a minute, wait a minute, hold on. When you stick a needle in somebody, you're hurting somebody. Right. What kind of sociopath decides to stab somebody with a sharp instrument on purpose, again, yep. to teach somebody a lesson? That's a sociopath. That's right. So then what ends up happening is uh, she... Writes about it on Twitter, and uh, the, the I hope the patient finds I hope the patient knows about it because everyone else did, and uh, she gets uh, put into uh, uh, the uh, dunce cap and thrown out of medical school. That's sociopathic behavior. Yep. Yes, it is. Even even you know, you and I both have had experiences. Um, in the field with patients who we these would be people that we would normally not associate with. Right. We'll just leave it at that, right? Yep. And people that may have not made the best choices in life to wind up in the situation they're in or they might have hurt somebody else because of those choices that they've made. Right. You put your personal feelings aside. You put your preconceived notions aside. You put everything away and you deal with the situation in front of you in a professional, kind, compassionate manner. You don't do stuff like this. That's right. Ever. You can think whatever you want, but you better not act on it. That is correct, sir. There have been times when I've been treating somebody. I can remember a situation many, many years ago, uh, a lady who was, it was like one in the afternoon and she was like a point two oh, mm-hmm. driving down the middle of Main Street somewhere in upstate New York, goes head on to the car, okay, at a high rate of speed. And it didn't turn out well for the other end, the innocent civilians that were in the other car. There were three kids in the car. They were injured very, very badly. And mom and dad were hurt, you know, critically injured. We're talking very back quality injuries here. Okay. Mm -hmm. And this woman was belligerent. She was nasty. She was drunk. She was not admitting anything that she did. And it took every fiber in my being. And I had to work with her. I wound up treating her because she was Mm -hmm. violent and they left it to me, obviously. Right. Put the six two two hundred and twenty pound guy over there with her. 
It took every ounce of self-restraint I had not to throttle this woman. Yeah. But I didn't. I didn't. Because I'm the better man. And she used every name in the book against me. Mm-hmm. Okay? This is the true story. Yep. So, somebody doesn't like your pronoun pin, so you stab them again? Come on. Really? Grow up. Exactly. Sociopath. So, throw her out of med school. Get rid of her. Get rid of her. She has no uh, place in medicine. That's right. And, and the, the funny thing was, uh, her practice... Uh, you know, is she going to do this again when she gets out of, you know, school? Is she going to take it out on someone that she didn't like something that was commented on or their politics and cause an infection on purpose on her for her? that? That would not be cool. What it, well, it's like, where does the behavior stop? Right. Today is today. Is, I, I intentionally missed a vein puncture, a vein puncture. Uh, tomorrow it's going to be something worse. Right? That's right. Where does it stop? She has no place in medicine. Keep anybody that would do this. She's got no place in medicine. That's right. She has no place in medicine at all. So, so there, that is that one story we want to talk about. Sure. You betcha. Now let's get on to our second story of the day. Just one, two more stories that we want to go over today. Yep. Election 2020. Hmm. What a mess. It's kind of not over, you know, it's, it's kind of not over, is it? It's not. And I, I feel that uh, there's more evidence coming out every day uh, and, and we need to start paying attention to this uh, a little bit more closely. Um, in terms of the latest release, there's a couple of movies coming out. These are documentaries and they're all based on evidence. So this one's called Rig 2020. You can go out to rig2020.com and you can actually... Uh, watch a story it's like four dollars and 99 cents worth every penny it's worth your time and then make sure you pass along to your friends also uh who don't believe you about the election because we're all sitting here saying the election was not run properly there were miss fires there was missteps there was a whole bunch of things that shouldn't have happened the way it happened uh and it's incumbent upon all of us to learn the facts right well, it is. And, and, you know, there's, there's a lot of aspects to 2020 and, and the way that the election did shape up. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, you've got Mark Zuckerberg, he, he throws 400 or, or so million dollars mm-hmm. into an election campaign to get Biden elected uh, on the DNC side and then DNC candidates. Why? Because they'll curry favor and they're sympathetic to his business practices. Right. Right. So he invests $400 million that generally speaking go unaccounted for as a campaign financing uh, problem that he has created. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and his his actions and the money that was spent was intentionally used to get votes. And, and there's something that nobody really is talking about uh, in this, you know, rig 2020. I have not seen it. I have not mm-hmm. seen it. I, I, I saw it. It's, it's it. worth I have not seen it yet. Yeah, it's worth every second of it. You should, everyone should watch it. But, uh, and what you're mentioning is uh, some of the some of the things that were going around it. But I think going back to the 2016 election, especially when uh, Clinton lost, and everyone blamed Zuckerberg for allowing uh, President Trump to get on Facebook and do his rallies and everything else, he 
took that to heart because no one liked him. And and this goes to his insecurities. And, and uh, I think he's just a big, anyway, I will, I'll, I'll stop there. He's uh, very but, emotionally immature. Yes. And, and he, he got a lot of money very quickly. He, he yes, made he this did. Facebook thing because he didn't want to be shut out and he has power, which then corrupted him. Absolutely. And he felt it uh, incumbent upon him to make sure that he didn't make that mistake again. And it, it really does show that the money went to all the blue state swing state areas that they can manipulate and jack up the numbers. Mm-hmm. And it also makes sense alpha as to why Biden was in his basement, uh, running his election from the basement mm-hmm. and, uh, basically just, uh, well, how do you say this was, uh, fed smashed peaches instead of talking about his ideas <laughs> and, and Joe Biden knew that it was in the bag because everyone was cheating for him. This is, this is absolutely disgusting. I, well, you know, you know that, that that's one way. Of, yeah. Well, that that's one way of looking at it, and, and I look at it a different way as well. Mm-hmm. You know, Zuckerberg and and the other tech uh, giants like your Twitters, your your Facebooks, um, and some of your other outlets, um, Instagram, and and there's a few others. You know, people do get information from the internet, and they use Twitter, and they use Facebook, and they use all of those outlets, and and they all suck equally. Right. Mm-hmm. In their own way. But when you have somebody who's got that kind of power over the flow of information and what a, a huge audience gets to consume as far as, you know, the Jack Dorsey's at Twitter and Zuckerberg's at Facebook and Instagram, et cetera, et cetera. When they're when they're tilting the scales and they can take uh, conservative content down without any reason whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And they can promote DNC. uh information and and the other thing that the tech giants zuckerberg in particular and and dorsey in particular Mm -hmm. what they did do was they did put their thumb on the scale yeah we all know we knew then we know now and the new york times just came out and said oh the hunter biden laptop thing is real they suppressed all of that information that would have swayed the outcome of the election a little bit further to the right Okay. Mm -hmm. So, so the tech giants and the tech monopolies definitely meddled in the election. Okay. Yes, they did. Yep. They did. Without a doubt, you know, hiding information and suppressing information that is, that is true information and, Mm -hmm. and the media cabal, the social media cabal, the tech giants, et cetera, they did put their thumb on the scale. Yep. All right. No doubt about it. That's another that's another minefield that this country is going to have to navigate is the impending impeachment of Joe Biden. Oh, yes. Now, the other thing is, uh, there's a lot of talk out there, Alpha, about why isn't this election being decertified? There's enough evidence right now that would, you know, uh, they, they impeached President Trump on a phone call to Ukraine, which was literally perfect. And. Everyone looking around what's going on right now, the, the crimes against humanity that are occurring right now by this administration and Democrats and Republicans and yes. rhinos. Okay. I'm not, I don't, I don't care anymore which side. This is not about side versus side. This is about doing what's right. Okay. Yes. And with all the amounts of voter fraud that's out there, and I look, 
you can't you can't deny it. There's voter fraud out there. Okay, maybe machines. It could have it was Zuckerberg. Everything was like a perfect storm, right? But this is a black and white issue. This is a fight of right versus wrong, and they're all afraid. The 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 legislatures are afraid to certify. The judges are afraid to rule on things, and it goes back to that that season one show we talked about how everyone has something hung over their heads and they yes. are they're indentured servants to the the puppets masters well this is where i'm seeing it coming out well well another thing that that's really important to think about and consider when you've got judges and everybody out there they've got the you know they've got evidence before them that says something fishy definitely happened and i can see it right yep and then you start acting on it and that's like what happens next Everyone's afraid to do what's right. Well, everybody's afraid to do what's right because I'm afraid what's right is going to be extraordinarily painful. Mm. And it causes what's called a, you know, this, this is, you know, all the Democrats are big into saying, oh, this is a threat to our democracy. That is their biggest tagline. Republicans are a threat to our democracy. Okay. Well, what you did literally is a threat to democracy. And and it's you. They need a suppository of democracy up their rear ends. Let me tell well, you. Well, they sure do, and they need to understand. And everybody needs to understand is the problem in acting on the information that's out there, as I see it, as Alpha sees it, mm-hmm. is it creates a constitutional crisis where everybody walks around and goes, "Oh crap, what do we do now?" Well, they thought they're going to get away with it too, and then, well, it, they have. They have gotten away with it so far. Mm. The walls are closing in. Yeah. They, they really are closing in. And, and the more time that passes, people have grown very, very tired of Joe Biden. What's his approval rating, like 32%? Well, what's reported is 40, but when you really oh, dig down oh, to the numbers, oh, it's oh, like oh. teens. It really is teens. Oh, well, okay. What's the reported number? 40. Okay. Let's take 10% off of that just to be fair because okay. people are being optimistic. Let's call it 30%. The number is 40, everybody, but Alpha is saying, let's take 10% off. Okay. Believe me, don't believe me. Follow me, don't follow me, don't care. When you've got seven out of 10 people that say, this guy is just screwed up, you have a Mm -hmm. serious problem. I'm okay with a president having an approval rating rating in the 50s. That's normal. Right. What's Congress's approval rating? 8%. That is verified. That's freaking optimistic. As far as I'm concerned, yeah. these people are all they have no business being there in, the, in at all. But so that's, here's that's here's the public service ma- uh, announcement for everyone. Make sure you get out and vote. Make sure you make sure your your vote counts. Make sure that everyone is doing the up and up right thing to do. Uh, make sure you get involved uh, in the committee levels and the and the precinct levels and you uh, get active in terms of you know being there to count. And to watch and look, I, I just want a fair election. That's it. That's all I want. Don't don't care if you're a Republican or, or a Democrat. That's right. The vote is sacred in this country, and every man one man, one vote. And you you can't pollute that. You can try all you want. It's a bad idea because it it will backfire on everybody. And it's backfiring right now. Look at the mess we're in. Mm. I can't prove that this election was fraudulent. But the preponderance of the evidence certainly does point to the fact that there are some questions that need to be asked. Well, Alpha, I'm telling you, when you give it another month, when Dinesh D'Souza's video comes out, 2,000 donkeys, and they actually have the the 
cell phone pings and they traced where these people went, how many times they went to the exact box. Uh, this was something that the Democrats and the people that were looking to do ill will, Republicans also, because they're not they're not innocent in this. Uh, they they followed the pings. That's what the, <laughs> I think that's going to be their tagline. Follow the ping because they followed them and they saw all of this uh, ballot harvesting going on. Yes. Shockingly, you know, in, in these drop boxes, no, there should be no drop boxes. Election day should be one day. And if you need an absentee ballot, then you need to apply for it and say why you need it. Well, I think that election day should be a national holiday like it is in other countries. Yep. You have no excuse. You're not going to work. You're not going to school. You're going to go vote. Go vote. One day, one time, you're done. And you Amen. show some ID. Show some ID, damn it. I still do in the state that they don't care about it. <laughs> uh, but I, I do anyway. In, I used to live in a state where you could vouch for somebody. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy. Yeah. Well, anyhow. I'm, I'm going to leave you. I'm going to leave this topic at this. The election is the election. The election happened. 2020 happened. Joe Biden was declared the president of the United States until somebody can take it to court and prove beyond a reasonable doubt that Joe Biden is not lawfully the president of the United States. He is. And I know that that pains certain people that might listen to this program uh, to hear. And they want to hear that I'm all about, you know, Joe Biden, not his not the rightful president of the United States. He might or might not be until somebody proves it in a court of law beyond a reasonable doubt. He's the president of the United States, and we're stuck with him. Yeah, until we're, I, until we're not. Yeah, I I agree with that part to a point. Now, while you know, Alpha and I are huge consumers of of uh, current events, and we do a lot of digging, and we're looking for the hard truth. And I, I got to quote Steve Bannon here, where elections have consequences, and stolen elections have uh, devastating consequences, and. It's or catastrophic consequences. That's his quote. Yes. Um, unquote. So he he says it the best, and and it it really makes it's important that we do get to the bottom of what happened in 2020, so that we learn from history and we don't repeat it. However, I have to say this caveat, Alpha. You know as well as I do, there are people out there that want to repeat the 2020 election in 2022. They want to hold on to the Congress. They want to hold on to the Senate. They want to hold on to the judges and the attorney generals and everyone else. But you know what? The funny thing is they didn't count on people would actually be paying attention, waking up and saying enough is enough. I'm not tolerating this anymore. And I think that's what's going to happen. Yeah. When you put a chokehold on people's freedom, they're going to go about and prove to you how free they really are. And you're going to get elected out of office. Right. You're going to get unelected. So I really hope that people are paying attention and vote. For, you know, you better vote like your freedom counts on it because it really does. Right. And if if they do try to subdue you or try to, then we are ne all going to need to find ways to be passive, uh, 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 passive, uh, uh, peaceful protest, meaning we will not comply. Uh, yeah. I'm not I'm not complying with mass mandates anymore. You can take those and shove it. I'm not doing it. They don't work. It's not helpful. Uh, and I'm not, I'm not getting locked down again. Not doing no, it. No, no, it's just, it's ridiculous and it no. should have never been done. Right. You know, anyhow, moving along, you know, we're, we're yeah, time to switch topics to something that I'm really going to enjoy talking about. <laughs>
My main man, Elon Musk. Yes, this is a business. This is a business uh, side story, which you are the expert, my friend. Elon Musk. He is. First of all, Elon Musk is is a he's a bold thinker. Everybody knows who Elon Musk is. He owns, you know, SpaceX. He's he owns Tesla Motors. He owns a number of other different Tesla brands where they bring power to your house and they do power systems and they're 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 a big player. They are the US's space program. Mm-hmm. Okay. Elon Musk is the space program. The car thing is a pain in his butt, um, self-admittedly. Um mm. he's 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 an interesting guy. Um super, super smart. Uh he's he's an immigrant to the United States from South Africa. So mm. he's uh He's an interesting, interesting case. Came here to make his fortune, and boy, did he. Builds a hell of a great car. Um, it's an electric car. Even he says, you know, electric cars are great. I did this because there are certain people that might want it. Uh, we did it because we can get performance out of it. You can't get out of a gasoline car. I was going to uh, say that. That is that's 100% true. I went for a ride. Oh, yeah. oh my God. Holy cow. Yeah, There's super the- cool. Yeah. Super fast, super, super fast. Nothing accelerates to 60 miles an hour faster than an electric car. I, I won't nope. give that. No, it's torque right now. There's no wind up. There's no waiting. There's no, you have all the torque, all the power right now. He's, it's really cool what he's done. The cool, the cars are very safe. They're relatively efficient for what they are. They're, you can get from modestly priced to wildly priced Teslas, you know, plaid models and all this other crazy stuff. And, and you know what? He says they're toys for people with disposable income that want something cool. Fine. Great. He's built an infrastructure across the country of superchargers. He's pushing the limits of technology and artificial intelligence and autonomous vehicles. He's he's it's not about the car. Okay. It's not about the car with him. It's not about the the rockets with him. It's about the technology Mm -hmm. and advancing the state of the possible. So he's using the cars to advance his technology. I find this guy just super fascinating. Mm-hmm. It's not about the product. It's about the intellectual property mm-hmm. with him. So he's building cars. He's blasting things into space. He's he's sending freight to the space station. He's ferrying astronauts. He's doing all these cool things, right? And, and his rockets actually come back to Earth and land on a, on yes. a ship in the middle of the ocean, yes. standing upright, which... Uh, Amazing. That's pretty cool. I got amazing. Say. He stole that from Sheldon. Anyhow, <laughs> one of my favorite episodes of that program, <laughs> the notebook, Elon stole it. So <laughs> young Sheldon. So anyhow, uh, everybody knows that Elon Musk has been fairly politically outspoken and he, he generally speaking, he's very middle of the road, right? Yeah. Uh, I would call him a, a socially conscious libertarian. How's mm-hmm. that sound? Is that fair? Yeah, yeah, that that sounds about right. He's very much pro free speech. You know, say what you want. You know, just don't be violent, kind of guy. And mm-hmm. you know, be an entrepreneur. Really cool dude. So everybody understands. Everybody's watched the news. Everybody understands. He goes out and he buys about ten percent of Twitter, common stock. Now, just just so that I understand this, Alpha, he basically had some money laying around, literally. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Puts it into Twitter. And sets the whole Twitter worse on fire. Is that right? He sure did. He sure did. Uh, he owns a a a a comparably large chunk of Twitter. So he he can say what goes. 
He has a, a, a good deal of financial interest in Twitter at this point. Yes. Ah, okay. So it's financial and, prowess. Right. He's got financial, uh, he's got a big financial stake in Twitter. Probably more, he's the single largest shareholder as, as, as best I understand it. Mm-hmm. A lot of the board members work on options. There's a number of ways they're compensated. Um, he owns actual physical shares of the company. So because he's not, and there was some talk that he, they offered him a board seat. Yes, yes. That was yes. also so that they can control him so that he can't go off, quote, half cocked, unquote. <laughs> um, well, that they there's a couple of different reasons. Uh, uh-huh. Number one, if you sit on the board, you cannot make rash moves with your stock. In other words, your fiduciary responsibility. To that's the, right. To the yeah, company. Right. You have a fiduciary you res- company, right? That's right. You have a fiduciary responsibility. You cannot make radical purchases or, or sell stock in, in large blocks uh, to drive up or down the value of the company because you can tank the company. And it puts a limit and a cap of, I believe it's 14% stock ownership in the company having a board seat. So they, the Twitter board of directors went to him and say, hey, we'd love for you to be on the board of directors. And, and Elon's it, like, nah, I don't think I mean, so. You mean no. they wanted to go to him and say, come to the board so we can control you? <laughs> no, like come that. to the board so you can't so you can't kill us. Oh, you can't. Oh, right. Because yeah, yeah. what happens in uh, situations where uh, he's not a board member now? What is it? Open season? He can buy up whatever he wants. <laughs> whatever he wants. Really? He can do whatever he wants. Yeah. He, I, I believe he can do whatever he wants. I believe if you're sitting on the board, you can only own 14 to 15% of the company right. as far in, in, in common stock, right? So he's got a, a huge chunk in there. And a lot of people, I, I called it from the very beginning. Uh, mm-hmm. Bravo and I were talking. I'm like, this is going to be a hostile takeover. <laughs> well, guess what? That's what this looks like to me. Hostile takeover. You mean like going yeah. out and buying everything and saying, okay, uh, management, you suck. You're out. You're, you're out, out. You're fired. Yes. Or I uh, sell all these shares right now and the company tanks. Right? Correct. Yeah. Or, something like that. Yeah. Pump and dump. Yeah. He can definitely hurt Twitter. Uh, he could hurt them bad enough. Legal. Uh, I believe it is. Yeah. All right, all right. Yeah. He can, you know, he, he won't do anything that's not legal. Right? Mm-hmm. Right, right. But if he goes out and he continues to buy stock, he can force the management, a management change. And so, he can, and I, and I believe I heard, and, and I don't know if this is true or not. Mm-hmm. I don't know if this is true or not, but if it is true, Elon Musk, I owe you a, a, a fine bourbon someday because you are my hero. <laughs> my understanding and, and what I heard might not be true. It's rumor and innuendo. There's a lot of stuff floating around. The reason he got really pissed and did this because they banned, they, they, they locked out the Babylon B. Really? That's my understanding. <laughs> so this is the ultimate F you to the man, right? Right. So, and he's a libertarian. So I'd love for that to be true. I would love for that to be true. So, so here's, here's, let me ask you this question just because sure, sure. I'm trying to rationalize what he's doing. So he, he buys up all this stock. They offer him a, a board seat to basically put a leash on him. Sounds yes, like. Essentially. Uh, after, after what you said, nope, I ain't no, this is a no leash uh, area. Correct. And buys up some more stocks. And if he sells them all of a sudden, right, yep. all the people that are taking stock options as pay because it's a cheaper tax rate. That's uh, right. I it's miss my calling tax. as an accountant, by the way. 
I miss my accountant calling. Uh, you get 20% or 23% now or whatever Biden wants to pump it up to 27, but still that's lower than the tax rate of like half, right? Income. Yes. Right. It's, if it's capital gains, it's cheaper uh, tax wise. Yeah. So all these people that are management who love their jobs and push around their perceived power to throw people, uh, you know, like take their Twitter handles away and take away all their followings. And oh, they're controlling throttle. speech in the public square. So he can say, okay, fine. You want to play hardball? I'm selling. And everything sells, everything dumps, and the company goes to pot. Correct. Ah, he could, de he could right. devalue the company. My prediction, however, is uh -huh. this. This is my prediction. You guys, you do you. This is what I think. And if you think he's right, let us know. Get on his on his <laughs> get getter my, handle. Let us know. Get get out there and let me know. I would have to say my prediction. What I what I might do as a business person in this in this case, and if I had the income and and the 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 leverage that Elon Musk has, mm -hmm. and the name and the leverage and the cash, and he's really a cool dude for as much cash as he has, right? Mm -hmm. He's one of the wealthiest men on the planet mm -hmm. next to Bezos. He's phenomenally wealthy. Mm -hmm. Hundreds of billions of dollars of net worth. Hundreds of billions wow. of value. I don't know if it's worth or value. I think it's a little bit of combination of both. I think before long, he's going to own 30% of the outstanding shares, and he's going to assert his control over the operation of Twitter. Really? That's my prediction. He is going to he's going to buy up as much as he can, and he is going to he's going to take over the company. Mm. It's going to be a hostile takeover. My understanding is the people that work for them for Twitter are absolutely losing their minds. Well, they're all wearing purple hair and they're screaming to the to the sky, and they're all uh, they want to be woke. And Elon is just wanting to make them broke. <laughs> Well, I don't think he wants to make them broke. I think he wants to make them participate in, in free speech. Yeah, well, uh, it, it makes sense to me. I, I I was wondering if he needs a tax write-off, you know, if he wants to have a big dump and just uh, tank the company, and then he gets, you know, put in $6 billion and he loses $6 billion, that's a nice little tax write-off. Well, anything is possible. Um, he, saying, could, he could teach know. these people a lesson for free, right? Right. I mean, he's got how, how many hundreds of billions and $6 billion is chump change, I guess. It's chump change to him. It's like, I think he's got $2.6 billion that he threw at it. I thought it was six. Oh, no, I think I it's, it's 2.6, but I'm not sure. Mm -hmm. It doesn't make any difference. It's still a lot of money. I mean, it's more oh, money. Well, than... it's, it's a freaking tremendous amount of money. And my understanding is that Tesla, or not Tesla, Twitter, Twitter is losing money. Twitter's mm -hmm. not not a profitable company. Right. So I don't know what this is going to do, but I think it's really, really interesting. We will make sure to tell everyone, right? That's uh, oh, we'll, we'll keep, keep an eye on this one. We're going to keep an eye on this one because I, I love it when, when billionaires, multi-billionaires get in pissing contests. I think this is hilarious. Right. This is like a temper tantrum from hell um, for somebody <laughs> and yeah, no one's going to win. No well, one's going to win this one. No, I mean, it's a, it's a, it's, it's an expensive lesson. I'll spit it out. Spit it out, Bravo. <laughs> it's an expensive lesson to to show everyone. Hey, there are people that don't find what you're doing is cool. You better change your ways, or we're coming after you next. 
I mean, even CNN put out their little uh, adventure in, in uh, streaming uh, news, and it flopped. CNN Plus. Oh, God. Completely What, do they have like 100,000 people sign up and no one's watching it? That's right. And there's no one watching it. It's just like the airports. It's on in the well, airport. Well, they put $100 million into that, and, and nobody's watching it. So 100,000 people, they put a million dollars to each one of those uh, 100,000 of those people, and, um, well, <laughs> so much. Look what they got. Nothing. It's amazing. It's amazing. Wow. You know, listen, someday, someday we're going to reflect on this when, when we're old and sitting on the porch with a cocktail in our hands and, you know, when we're just sitting there just relaxing in the twilight of our lives, we're going to look back and we're going to say, Elon Musk, the name is never going to go away, right? right? One of the greatest thinkers of our time. Uh, he was, he's a bold businessman. He's taken a tremendous amount of risk in his life and it's, it's paid off. He's, yeah, there uh, is, he's there cool. is one cool thing dude. Elon Musk is doing that I'm not sure. I don't know where it sits with me because, you know, this whole idea of transhumanism, uh, you know, like trying to extend life past what what God has given us. And, uh, you know, uh, my friend and I were talking about this. Uh, he he's uh, just graduated from his medical provider training program. He's going to be off on his on his first job as as this. Uh, medical provider coming up uh, on Monday, wish him all the luck in the world. But we were talking about this before the show, before we got on alpha, just to, uh, there's something about keeping in check that humans, you know, are not meant to live beyond their, their, their scope, what was given to us versus transhumanism that wants to transcend uh, into the machine world and live forever, which is a very, very not good thing to do. Um, just my own personal opinion, everyone. Um, but Elon Musk is working on a lot of uh, uh, adaptive technology uh, where you can connect to a computer. Now, if he made, if he made a, a let's say, a, you know, like uh, an artificial eye or something, a bionic eye, like I was watching the Six Million Dollar Man when I was younger, oh. um, and that would help people see again. I'm, I'm all for that. I think that's great. But trying to take your essence and put it into a machine so you can live forever that I'm not really cool with, but he is doing a lot of stuff. So we'll see. Yeah, that's really weird stuff, but unfortunately I think it's the next, it's really the next step. And since we're, we're beginning to talk about that now, Maybe in the next twenty years, that'll be a, a thing we really need to be paying attention to. It's it's right. going to be a big thing. It's going to be a very big bioethical uh, dilemma right. uh, to really to really hammer through. Um, well, think about think about someone that paraplegic, right? The spinal cord gets cut, I mean, or transected. You know, you know, it, it's not going to grow back. So if there's a way to make it grow back or have a connection, you know, it's too bad you can't take. You know, we have adapters for uh, an iPhone to a USB, right? Yeah. You know, or, or adapt, uh, you know, uh, a, a USB to a USB-C and you just make an adaption, you know, a connection. That's very easy. Or putting a plug in the wall. But you can't do that with a spinal cord or an optic nerve of someone's eye. You know, that's the whole, that's the that's the engineering part we don't have yet. Maybe he will figure that out. That'd be great. Um, well, it's going to take somebody like him with the yeah. desire, drive, and vision to do that. And that's why mm -hmm. I admire that guy. I mean, look mm -hmm. what he's done. Yeah. 
Yeah. He has he has extended the state of the possible. He's driven the state of the art in autonomy, self-driving vehicles. Whether you agree with it or not, it's it's mm-hmm. technology that's coming and it is useful in certain applications. Okay. Mm-hmm. So it's not a debate of whether the car on the road is going to crash into you. There's there's other uses for it, right? Right. The cars are just a test bed to perfect technology. Okay, so yeah. let's move past that. The man's driving the state of the art, the state of the possible. He's spending his own money mm-hmm. to develop these technologies. He's an entrepreneur, and he's a very successful one. He mm. is our space program. Of the modern age. That's correct. you yep. got to think of it that way. He yep. is the only game in town to launch people into space. Wow. The only game in town. Mm. Bezos can do it with his little blue orbs and stuff, and he can go and do space tourism stuff and, and gimmicky stuff. That's great. But when you really need to do some work, you call Elon Musk and he can he can meet the space station. Wow. Or he can put satellites into orbit, or he can do a number of different things. He's amazing. Cars are nothing. So right. on that note, you know, that's all we have for you today. Uh, I hope you enjoyed the program. Uh, Bravo and myself can be found on Getter. Uh, you can check us out on Rumble as well. Uh, Signal 50 podcast on Rumble. Please give us a Rumble. You know, like, share, and subscribe. You can catch our podcast anywhere podcasts are out there. And we'd like to thank our soldiers, sailors, and airmen for protecting us 24-7, 365 out there. And our first, you know, everybody that public servants out there, you work really hard, you don't make a lot of money, and you face incredible danger. Please be careful. We appreciate you. And that's it. That's all I have for myself. That's it. Great show. Uh, we're going to be back. Um, uh, we're going to be doing some things, uh, working and things like that. So we'll try to get a show out to you maybe next week again. But uh, we're, we want to bring you information that's the latest and the greatest. And we don't want to bore you to death either by hearing people ramble on. So <laughs> let us know what you want to hear. We'll keep an eye on things for you. And uh, everyone be safe out there. Thanks a lot. Bye-bye. Again, thanks for listening. This is the end of our Signal 50 transmission.